All right. Welcome back. Uh, this is episode 177 of the Fantasy Timeline. Proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. Uh, we know we've been gone for a few weeks here. And actually, I, I don't think I've even posted our last show before the end of the playoffs. So uh, special treat this week. You'll get two episodes for the price of one uh, <laughs> that'll show up on whatever your streaming platform is. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm Drew, DR underscore PRA. So I'll be uh, hosting today with Bill. I almost said tonight. But for those of you that have been keeping up, uh, I'm actually in Korea about 15 hours or 14 hours ahead of Bill. So for me, it's noon on Thursday. Uh, but Bill, how is Wednesday evening treating you in the U.S.? Yeah, good. It's uh, cold here in the, the Detroit area. Um, we've had a lot of ice and snow uh, the last week or so. And um, I think winter finally hit us. So um just uh, bracing to be uh, a shut-in for the next month or two. And, nice. uh, you know, but overall pretty good. Uh, you know, football, it's a good time of year for football, um, for both of us especially. And um, Yeah, still alive. Know. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the focus here right now, you know. Yeah, that's uh, that was a pretty amazing game. Uh, not going to lie, I was not uh... – you know, I certainly wanted to, to see the Lions do well for you and some other folks that I know from Detroit. Um, but was very curious to see how, you know, the two quarterbacks that had switched franchises would handle the the matchup. And, you know, certainly curious to see how Stafford would do again back in Detroit in such a big game. So uh, I didn't get to watch any of those games because I was working all, all weekend. And then the Bills game got pushed, uh, unfortunately. So I, I missed that one as well. But as far as... Um, you know, what you saw, what was kind of the atmosphere in Detroit, knowing that Stafford was coming back and seeing that matchup ahead of the game. Yeah. I mean, people were a little like, I mean, I guess conflicted or at least they felt like, you know, it's like, man, why did we have to play Stafford in uh, the first game, you know, first home game in so long. And cause I mean, I think anybody that watched that game saw the, um, how just incredible he is. Like he's like no look passes multiple times, um, you know, just ripping it everywhere. I mean, a warrior, you know, like I mean, just basically smacks his hand on a helmet and then he literally gets knocked out somehow able to come back into the game. And um, which that just tells you that things are broken with the uh, NFL and the concussion thing. Um, But uh, that just shows you like th- he didn't want to leave, you know, and just that's what we all remember here. And so I guess the fact that the Lions ended up winning um, kind of is like a really cool um, story for like, it's kind of almost like, okay, we move on, you know, and it's cool to root for Stafford and we rooted for him when he won the Super Bowl. And, uh, but yeah. now, you know, it's, it's our team is good and let's enjoy our team and support our team. So, um, yeah, some, uh, they, I guess they booed Stafford when he came out to the field. Yeah. Shannon, um, Jared Goff, which I get, you know, support. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a, it's more of a, we're supporting our team. Um, and you know, they play the lion or they play the Rams at home next year. And I bet you when he comes out, people will be cheering him. It's just that it was a playoff game and, um, yeah. So, it was fun. It was uh, nerve wracking in the fourth quarter um, just because it felt yeah. like the Lions were holding on. Um, and I mean, overall, like the refs in that that game in general were pretty, pretty poor and um, just screwed up quite a few things. And, yeah. um, you know, the Lions get a little bit more advantage, maybe. Um, but um, I mean, there are some pretty big calls in the first half that affected cost alliance points. And, um, so, you know, it seems like one of those ones where they didn't really get, uh, screwed like they did in Dallas, um, <laughs> you know, a few weeks prior and yeah. uh, lo and behold, it didn't even matter that they got screwed in Dallas cause now they're hosting a home game again anyway. So, um, it feels yeah. like, uh, maybe the, uh, the NFL gods spoke and, um, 
you know, made it, uh, made it right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk, touch on Dallas. And then we got our, our friend puff pass kick here, uh, Packers fan, it looks like. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that game as well, but, uh, interesting to see on, uh, you know, a little bit on Twitter. Now people kind of going back and forth, trying to dig up some receipts and stuff, but pretty cool how, uh, it looks like at this point, you know, the trade between the lions and the Rams, uh, I guess you could say kind of worked out for both, right? Cause you know, Stafford of course went there, won the Super Bowl right away. So they got what they were looking for. Um, you know, supposedly this was supposed to be a rebuilding year for the Rams as well. Right. And you're looking at that roster and, you know, kind of Stafford, um, maybe just holding them over until they got to whatever their next wave of talent's going to be. And then, of course, now you look at what all those picks that the Lions got turned into. Um, some incredible talent, right? And uh, a really good young core. Yeah, just, I mean, it kind of turned into a win win um, for both teams. You know, they got their quarterback that took them to a Super Bowl and uh, won it. And, and the Lions got the draft picks and a quarterback that's adequate, and they were able to build around them, you know. And um, so, yeah, one of those ones where it's just like, okay, cool, it worked. And, um, you know, it's kind of like yeah. we say that in Dynasty where you want to make a trade that's going to help both teams. Um, this is exactly it, right? Like just because, yeah. uh, just because it doesn't fit your build, maybe it fits somebody else, but else's build and uh helps them win so um yeah it's, it's pretty cool and um yeah packers good job man that was uh i feel bad gosh <laughs> um you know being the dallas guy but yeah um, happy the packers won just so because it gave the lines another home game so yeah um, yeah that was uh i was not expecting that and then uh, you saw uh niners came out and said that they were starting to prep for Jordan Love at halftime in that game based on how things were going, which was uh, not at all what, you know, I think too many people expected to see, but a lot of uh, Jordan Love support coming out of the woodwork now, um, you know, from early on in the season, some of those receipts getting pulled back. I know we talked about him early on, you know, um, you know, did we feel like that first three game stretch where it looked like he was doing well was legit. And then he had kind of a, a couple of tougher games and all of a sudden the last eight, nine games of the season, uh, I, I think if you look at those statistics blindfolded, you would expect that those would be uh, maybe a different quarterback's name assigned to those stats, right? I think yeah. one interception over the last like eight or nine games with yeah, it's like twenty three like, touchdowns or something. Yeah, yeah. I, it's almost like what Jared Goff did last year um, to finish the season when the Lions kind of flipped from the one and six team to um, the nine and eight team, and. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting, like how he just got super efficient and um, wasn't make mistakes. And I mean, the difference is that Jordan Love can make plays, right? Like yeah. Goff is kind of like, you know, your prototypical. He's not going to really run around and do stuff. But um, like Jordan Love has a little bit of like playmaker in him, you know, and um, like point guard um, that um, he can make some uh, pretty sweet, sweet passes. Um they're a lot of fun to watch, to be honest. Like Green Bay, where my buddies and I were talking about it when we were watching the Lions game about how um, all of a sudden the NFC North looks pretty interesting um, across the board with all the teams. So, like you can yeah. argue how they all could be like win the division um, in the yeah. next two years. So uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, where where does uh, you know, speaking of dynasty a little bit here? Uh, any any shift in perspective or value on Jordan love for you now, especially in some of the super flex leagues that we play in. Yeah. Like, I mean, I drafted him in a, a few league, a few startups this last season and um, totally as like a, let's roll the dice. Like I draft him and like Desmond Ritter, you know, and like, let's hope one of those mm -hmm. two hits and fortunately one did, you know? And um, like, I mean, there's a lot of talk of him being a top 10 quarterback now. And um, I mean, I, I'd say there's probably 13 quarterbacks that I'm kind of happy to have. And I, I think I have him, you know, he's in that pile. Like I actually yeah. just did my rankings. Like I think like about a week ago and let's see where I have him. Yeah. He's in the top 14, but he's in a tier from nine to 14. So like, yeah, I don't really like rank them within the tier um, too much. Um, so, 
Uh, I've heard some people have them even higher than that. I can't quite get there just based on who, I don't know who I would move out of there. Um, but like, I think Dak, Jordan Love is a conversation. Um, I think yep. Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Love is a conversation. Kyler Murray, Purdy, Tua. Um, I think like those are all in the same tier for me. Um, so like, yeah, he could be my ninth. He could be my 14th. And I, I wouldn't yeah. be too, uh, I couldn't argue really too much. I think, I think love is one of those guys that people are going to fall in love with just because he is that kind of like, um, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Stafford kind of flashy kind of guy. Um, and you know, he seems to have like a, a cool, uh, like, he's got a good head on his shoulders, you know, he's, he's pretty, pretty, uh, he kind of reminds me of Jalen hurts a little bit. Like mm. you don't see him get too high or, uh, or too low. And, um, and he's just steadily improving. So, um, yeah, it just pisses lots me of, off uh... their process. Like how come more teams don't do that? You know what I mean? Like draft yeah. a first rounder, let him sit behind your quarterback for two, two, three years, and then put him in there. It gives the kid time to, you know, get acclimated and, um, you know, kind of just grow on his own. And um, you're not expecting him to be like Patrick Mahomes year two, yep. you know, and, yeah. and even Patrick Mahomes said a year. So it's like, he sat for, yeah. So it's like, maybe teams need to start doing that a little bit more and drafting guys that, like, that's why I feel like the Lions drafting Hendon Hooker isn't, like, you know, that was a decent move because if he wasn't hurt last year, maybe he's, uh, you know, a second-round pick instead of a third-round pick. And so you get a guy that you can kind of groom, and, if you know, after a couple of years, maybe he's somebody you get rid of the contract of Goff and you have a guy who's making $5 million or whatever, you know, instead of yeah. $40 million. So, um I think that people are going to start paying more attention to what Green Bay does because it's now it's a trend, right? It's not just yeah. fluky. Yeah, it's three in a row now. Yeah. So, and I mean, at least they've done the same thing with Rogers and Love. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see. Um, it sucks that they're in the Lions division, but um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a fun division for the next uh, next few years for sure. Yeah, well, well, staying in that division, uh, and another quarterback, I guess. Um, so you have Fields in Chicago, right? So I'll let all the speculation begin. You know, his last uh, press conference, you know, a lot of gratitude on his end because he, he seems uncertain, right, whether or not he's going to be there, what they're going to do with that pick. Um, if you're in a startup, do you, do you want him or Jordan Love at this point? Um, I want Love. Um, I, it's just the known, um, I actually fields is in that next tier, um, down for me. He's actually, uh, 15, 16, 17 is a tier for me and it's fields, Watson, Goff. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not sure what's happening. I think this is a time if you really are, do like fields, um, he's probably a decent buy, um, like before you know what's going to happen, because once that happens, people yep. are going to be a little bit more, you know, people yep, set in. get nervous when they don't have all the information. And so he might be a buy what that is. I don't know. Um, it's interesting that they interviewed Greg Roman um, to be the new offensive coordinator for the bears, because Greg Roman typically is good for running quarterbacks. And that would make me think like they were doing that based on keeping fields. Uh, because I don't, I mean, Caleb Williams isn't uh, a running quarterback. So um, it makes me think if they're just kind of doing their due diligence or if they're really considering um, keeping fields and trading their the number one pick um, or going a different direction uh, than quarterback. But, um, yeah, I should look up some fields trades. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Because, um, yeah, I – I, I would have guessed that Fields would have been lumped into that like back end QB one kind of a range based on his mobility and assuming that he gets a shot somewhere. 
Um, but yeah, I yeah. mean, this is what we go through every year, right? Kind of that carousel, not only with coaching staff, but then also with some of these players. Cause you know, a lot of these teams are expected to need a quarterback. And then we we're trying to speculate, you know, do they have the draft capital to do it or are they going to have to go find somebody that's kind of getting moved out of their spot? Yeah. I just feel like, um, fields, like you've always been a little bit higher on him than I have. And, and I just have a hard time moving him up into that other one because I, I asked my, my question to myself when I tiered these was like, when I got to that tier with love and Dak, all of those guys, I'm, totally comfortable that they're going to be my quarterback like my they could be my qb2 let's say and mm-hmm. like fields i'm just not super confident that in 2025 he's a starting quarterback like there's a seed of doubt for me and um and so that's kind of why i don't have him quite as high um just because like he's improved but he's not his processing is still really rough and and who's to say he ever falls into a coach that's going to coach him properly um, because, or is it just, he's never going to be able to, he might be able to run, but if defenses learn to contain his running, then he's kind of just screwed if there's any pressure. And, and so um, I'm not sure his processing's ever going to get to the, where I feel good that he's going to be a quarterback year in year out. Maybe I'm wrong, and and that's where the risk comes in, right? The risk reward right. and getting getting Fields uh, at a decent. I'll still buy him this year, um, price depending, but like, um, I'm just not sold that he's like a definite starter. Um, Did you get any trades pulled up there? Yeah. So let's see. This these, all of these are in the last five days. Um, so Fields and Rashi Rice for uh, Jamar Chase and Khalil Shakir. Uh, Fields and Roshan for Jalen Waddle, a two and a three. Uh, Fields for a one and a three. Um, Fields and a two for Javante and Trey McBride. Assuming that's a heavy premium. Um Fields, Kyron, a one and a two for Mahomes. Wow. Uh, Fields for Baker and Kelsey. Wow. Um, And then Fields for A-Chan, a second, and Aiden O'Connell. Wow. So is it less than you expected? Uh, I mean, some some of those that Waddle one felt like less than what I would have expected. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was initially thinking, you know, if I'm, uh, I would give a late first for Fields in most scenarios. I think, like, if I've got, uh, like, let's say Stafford was my QB two this year, uh, and you know, I did really well, um, I would definitely consider giving up, uh, you know, one of the last three picks, the 110, 111, 112, um, to yeah, get fields, you know. You, so you'd do so the first much, and third if it's like a later. I'd probably do the first and third. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would definitely consider doing that um, because I, I feel better about him than, I mean, I, I haven't really even dug into this year's rookie draft to see. I mean, is that like a Michael Penix spot or something toward probably. the end of the first there? Uh, yeah, I mean. I see like some people putting JJ McCarthy in that like one Oh nine ish range now. Um, so, I mean, I'd rather a fields than him. I think, I think so. Um, yeah. But like there, I think that's just pushing wider or quarterbacks up a little bit. I don't think necessarily he's, you know, one Oh eight material, I guess. Material. Like, but, yeah. But I think like one yeah. of most people are pretty happy with one through, like through 107, like there's like a, mm-hmm. that's that, uh, the, what's his name? The wide receiver from uh, Washington, Adunze, yeah. Um, yeah. is like 107. Rump. And then after that, they're kind of, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, non consensus um, moving yeah. behind that. So at this point, of course, but. Um, yeah, yeah, depending landing and all that. But, uh, yeah, so I think I would do that. And then uh, I think the one that really surprised me was, um, what was the Kelsey trade? 
uh, Kelsey and Baker. Baker. Baker's another one, right? Um, interesting to see how he's done this year. Um, you know, all sorts of stuff over social media. You know, a year ago, he was playing, uh, what was it, like dummy defense in practice for the Panthers and, you know, however serious that was. But to see him, you know, come back and, you know, he got the Browns their first playoff win in a long time. And now he's got his second playoff win here. And, uh, you know, I think it was good to see for him he could win consistently this year versus he went to the Rams last year, came in for that really short turnaround and got a spot win but never really kind of panned out to more there. So, um, but he's another guy, right? You know, would I rather have Fields or Baker and Kelsey next year? I, I probably still rather have Fields. I feel like that's, you know, valuing Kelsey probably a little high still for another year on him. Um, You know, but if you really think uh, Baker could be within a couple of points of Fields any given week, I I don't hate it, I guess, but I I wouldn't do that if I had Fields. Um, I feel like I would, I don't know. That's probably pretty fair because if I had Baker and Kelsey, would I give them up to get Fields? Debatable. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think that because Kelsey has that name value, you know, it's really tough to like move him um, for somebody you're not, you know, 100% confident on. Um, right. And I think you could argue like you're content with kind of hedging and taking Baker. Um, like I'm looking at like points per game in one of my leagues just um, to compare like what Baker in this particular league's average 16.4 um, points per game and fields averaged uh, seven, basically 18. So that's like okay. 1.6 yeah, points, points difference. Um, you know, I feel like they probably have a similar – uh, career arc in, in regards yeah. to like where I, I think that they're going to struggle to find consistent long-term starting um, jobs. I mean, Fields has a better shot at that, but yeah, adding a top agree. three tight end uh, for a year, um, I can I can see why somebody would make that trade. Um, I could also like I, I think that's a good trade, probably depending on for both teams, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I don't think it's out of whack at all. Um, like if I'm a contender and I'm like, well, Fields is my third quarterback anyway. What's the yeah, difference if I absolutely. have, and I'm adding a top tight end? And you would argue, yeah, you could totally. argue that Kelsey is going to be better next year just because he was hurt all season. So, um, and plus, he's not used to all of the uh, extracurricular stuff going on. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it could just be his focus isn't totally there on top of being a little, uh, hobbled. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, I I'm surprised where my, my brain went to, uh, kind of like you, yeah. um, initially that, I thought, right? wow, that's pretty light, but, um, I could see how people can get there. Uh, speaking of Baker, I, I don't know. What, what was the bigger surprise for you? The, the Dallas upset or the, uh, the Philly upset? Um, I'd have to say it was a Dallas, um, just because Dallas, um, you know, their offense looked really good. Their defense looked solid. Um, so I didn't expect Green Bay to just torch them like they did. Um, Philly struggled. Like they've only won one game out of the last six. So it's like, yeah, you know, it, it kind of looked like things just weren't right there. And then, uh, Hertz getting hurt, you know, he, he basically, what dislocated is throwing middle finger. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. AJ Green's not, or AJ Green, uh, <laughs> AJ Brown, uh, you know, didn't play. And there was all that other stuff going on, which I really didn't pay attention to too much. But um, just a lot of things that just seemed like it wasn't right there. And their defense is just, I mean, they're the Detroit Lions defense from. <laughs> two years ago, two years like, ago. Yeah. just getting torched by everybody. And I mean, it was embarrassing. Just, I don't know if you caught any of that game, but just mm. like that defense could not tackle. Like, yeah, I mean, everybody, every single wide receiver broke tackles and it was just like, it, it's like they had given up kind of. And, um, you know, they, 
they tried to band-aid it all year with different players and like they lost a ton of players during the uh free agency and you know they it was time to pay the piper i guess and um they just weren't able to kind of band-aid it as well as uh they hoped i guess yeah that i think on paper that one just shocked me but yeah as you talk through it that makes a lot more sense um yeah, it's just a uh, playoffs are wild, right? Any given Sunday, um, you know, it's and it's fun. It's how all matchup. Our know? dynasty world, yeah, our dynasty world, uh, you know, reflects some of the real world here. Uh, let's get to this question before we get too far here. So Puff Haskick is asking, uh, have one two a share in dynasty? I believe his contract's up in twenty twenty five. Do you think it's a good time to test the waters? If so, who would you pivot to? Already have Love and Stafford. Hmm. I feel like Tua is somebody I'm not looking to do much with at this point. Um, I feel like his value um, in the dynasty waters is kind of low. Um, mm-hmm. Like I feel like him, Dak, um, Jalen Hurts even, um, you know, this is just the wrong time to try to like move those guys because yeah. there's a negative a negative fresh in people's minds. And I think like maybe, maybe being patient, wait till, uh, you know, preseason, you know, do something then if you want, but I'm almost, I'm almost like somebody who would just rather wait till the, the lead, the season starts and we see him putting up big numbers with Tyreek and Waddle and, yep. you know, a Chan and, insert whoever else in there. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm too worried about it at this point. I think the GM said that they're they're still hoping to make him a long-term quarterback. I'm not sure why he would have come out and said that unless it's true. He could have just not said anything. Um, so, yeah, I think that, like, this is his fifth year option. If worst case, like they're not going to just like let him go. So they're going to probably franchise him if they have to. Um, he's still a good enough quarterback. I mean, we saw it this year. It's just that team just got so decimated at the end of the year. And then they fell into like a, a bad matchup against a really good defense in the freezing cold, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like just unfortunate. And um, so, yeah, I, I think, I'm I'm a hold on two at this point. Same. Same. Yeah. If you didn't move him in like the first six weeks of this year when they were just absolutely going off, that would have been peak value. So yeah, I would agree to hang tight, you know, make sure everybody's coming back, ride the good news over the summer, you know, see some splash plays again. And I think his, his value will come back up. So I'm not worried about the contract part, like you said. So um and I'm I'm honestly if if somebody's offering me two at a reasonable price i'm definitely interested in that too so yeah i'm gonna pull up some of the his trades just to see like kind of what what's happened yeah hopefully hopefully you have some picks and stuff as well for this year so um because you know you, you never know what's going to happen with stafford right i think the last couple of years everybody's been a little bit tenuous to you know count him as a full quarterback on your roster um I- so yes I'd love to have, you know, love and love and two is a, a solid one, two. And then you can really, uh, I think Stafford's a great third. third. Um, like I'm happy that I'm happy with that QB room. I'm not really doing anything. Um, I mean, if you can upgrade at a, a reasonable price, I'm cool with that. Um, Stafford's a perfect QB three, in my opinion. Um, Stafford, uh, cousins, you know, maybe. Guys that can give you QB one, um, you know, if one of your other QBs go down. Um, let's see here. Two. It's hard to do the ones with picks because you don't know where the firsts are, you know? Yeah, um, yeah where they're going to be. Uh, Brees and a third for Tua and ETN. That seems... I would take Tua and ETN pretty easily. Yeah. That's a 10-teamer. Maybe that changes a little bit, uh, but still, I feel like the value's on the Tua side. Tua, yeah. Josh Jacobs, and a first for Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I would take Mahomes. It's a 25 first, too. So, like, yeah, I would do the Mahomes for sure in that. 
Yeah. Stroud and Gainwell for uh, Jonathan Taylor, Tua, and a second. I mean, I'm pretty in love with uh, Stroud. Stroud, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that's a, a good trade. Um, uh, Tua for Purdy. Um, yeah, not a, a whole a whole lot that's notable. So no. Um, yeah, I probably hold. I feel like too, uh, you're just not gonna get what you want out yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to think, I mean, if there's how many quarterbacks are there? That, like Love might be a, a more of a sell right now, to be honest, because yep. people are so amped up about him. Like, if I was going to move somebody, I think it would be Love. Um, yeah. Just because of his magic from last week, like, um, yeah, yeah. So I guess any anybody in his receiving core that you're more excited about now, now that he's got this solid season. I mean, I guess Musgrave, like he's the one, like I feel good about. But then like Tucker Craft comes in, or I think that's his name, or um, yep, and he showed up. So it's like, okay, well, how much is Musgrave? How much is of it is love and then it seems like we don't never know which which week it's going to be is it going to be um dubs is it going to be uh reed um i mean those seem to be the two main ones but then you have dontavian wicks you know ever so often um christian watson um you know i think a lot of this aaron jones is a huge like part of why this team is playing the way it is now because they they finally have that dynamic running back that they didn't have for quite a, quite a long time this season. So, um, yeah, I, I almost rather play it as Jordan love. Um, yeah. And, and I don't really, I don't really think I would have a hard time letting go of any of the pass catchers. Um, yeah. Maybe Musgrave is yeah. probably the one I I want on my team the most, um, and then probably uh, uh, Jaden Reed. Yeah, um, same. And, yeah, at cost, right? Yeah, at cost, right? And and then probably Dubs personally because I just feel like Christian Watson's a little too overvalued at the moment, um, based on injuries and. Um, I still think he's really good, but I, I now I'm concerned. Is he ever going to get that um, high volume that we want yeah. for him to become like a truly, uh, you know, a difference maker at at wide receivers? So, um, yeah, I think he's probably last. Yeah, I mean, Wicks and yeah. Bo Melton are definitely guys to add. Bo Melton's probably a little bit further down. Um, I mean, Wicks is a guy like I think. I'm pretty sure he wasn't available in any of my leagues by like no. week week 13 no. or something. So, um, you know, Bo Melton's probably available in some still, um, but I think he's a little bit further down the pecking order because um, there's only so many wide receivers you can really use that. Like, you know, there's games where Juwan Jennings popped, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, everybody adds them, and then you see him slowly get dropped because he's yeah. just not getting the opportunity. Um, but – yeah, it's uh, the offense looks amazing, but I, I almost wonder if that's going to be one of those offenses you're just never going to be able to pick who's going to. Yeah, um, it's going to be tough. You just let other people kind of reach for that value, right, and just be happy with what you find afterwards. Yep, exactly. And if you can move those guys, move them. Um, yeah. It. Let's see. There, here's love and two firsts for Stroud and Roshan. Man, I mean that's a tough. That's tough. Like, yeah. I mean, Jordan Love could score the same as C.J. Stroud moving forward. Um, yep. We just gotta be careful because I remember you and me just completely like getting all excited about uh, Josh Dobbs after he had a couple games, and yeah, you know, like we were kind of <laughs> talking about like how oh well he's probably definitely got a job next year and all that, yep. and then like two weeks later he's not even starting. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to be the case with Jordan Love, but sometimes we got to make sure that we don't get too uh, ahead of ourselves based on a small sample size. And I, we're to the point where I don't think that Jordan Love is a small sample. Uh, no. But, like, 
you could argue that he's going to end up being very close to CJ Stroud for the next five years. And if you get two yeah. firsts, you know, like that's, that's, that's pretty good. So that's solid. I, I, mean, I would, uh, you know, you I, prefer? I did. Uh, I, at this point, I would probably take uh love in the first. I think I would too. It's a, it's a first and 24 and a first and 25. Um, yeah. There's another one, love and a, a second for a first and a third. Like, I think that's a no brainer depending on where that first is. I mean, unless it's what a top two pick top three pick yeah i think it would have to be right like like do like let's say it was um malik neighbors right like he's one of those top like he's a top five guy i would guess yeah um would you do malik neighbors and a third for love and a second yeah yeah so then then you get forward and it's like Jaden daniels right like is that his name? Um, yeah. The LSU uh, quarterback and a sec, a third, or love and a second. Take the guy that's done it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think I think you can start to kind of go pick your poison at one hundred four. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think like one hundred five and back. I almost think you have to do the Jordan Love side. That's pretty easy, I think, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which again, I, I I don't do a whole lot of film and and stuff like that. But same. You know, just basing I it think, off of know, what Mar- we've heard so, at this point. Yeah, Mar- Marvin Harrison or Jordan Love. That gets a little bit more. Yeah, that's difficult. like because you're almost like equating him to like Ceedee Lamb or um, Jamar Chase at this point with the hype. Um, yeah. At worst, Amon Ra, right? And yeah, so, yeah, like value wise, so it's like he's definitely a top one, a top four or five wide receiver um, entering the league. Yeah, so I can I can see doing that um, if you're. Yeah, like I'm taking the one hundred two. I think if it's. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's it's it's crazy to see, and you know I think a couple of years ago we thought the top four or five quarterbacks were like locked in value for the next seven years. Right. And then, you know, you forget that this stuff happens and, you know, we've talked about it before with the Packers being an organization that typically they play the long game, right. And they will commit over time. So yeah, I think Jordan love feels like he's earned himself a a nice runway, nice, uh, you know, bit of career here, there. And I can, you know, they'll, they'll replace Aaron Jones. They'll replace some of the older pieces. And yeah, I mean, the organization just typically seems pretty well run. Yeah. So it's hard to, hard to discount that as well. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think at that point, that's where, like you were saying with Justin Fields, you're definitely taking a big gamble on where he lands and if they'll, if the next organization will commit to him in the same type of way. So um, but yeah, some really interesting stuff in the last few weeks that since we talked about, um, some of these guys and what they've been able to accomplish and, you know, who will kind of end up where. So this is where all the all the fun starts. We're starting to see some of the college guys either, you know, confirm that they're declaring for the draft or a couple of guys now that have said, no, I'm coming back to school. Um, I forget who it was recently. Somebody that I think some folks expected to. Was it a wide receiver that's coming back? It's going um, back. So there's two guys from Ohio State. Um, they're uh, – their what their second wide receiver, uh, Abeka. That's right. Yeah. Something, and then their running back yeah. also is coming back, and they took got like a a running back from another school who's supposed to be a, a Jugkins or something like that. I don't know from okay. one of the SEC schools. Bring in, and um, and then I think the Texas quarterback is staying. Um, yeah, you were just staying. <laughs> So like, yeah. there's some guys and, and maybe like, I mean, to be honest, like he looked okay, but he never looked, he didn't look like dominant to me. At least he has some super talented players, you know, wide receiver and tight end. Yeah. And um, he, there's a reason he's coming, going back, you know? And, yeah. I get not wanting to come out the same year as Caleb Williams and, you know, Drake may where, where is yeah. he now? If Jaden Daniels stock has risen so much with Heisman and stuff. Yeah, I think that there's a pretty clear top five um, 
you know, between the two wide receivers and the uh, three quarterbacks. Um, yeah. I think that's probably right. And then Brock Bowers, if you're a if it's yep. tight end premium. Um, yep. And then Udeze or whatever it is from yeah, Washington. Udeze. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think so those are kind of the top them. seven at this point. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, where's the first running back going to get drafted this year? I mean, the that Henderson guy, I think, from Ohio State was supposed to be the top guy. And mm-hmm. now he's not even going pro. So, <laughs> like, I mean, I can't blame running backs for staying in college, you know, and, and getting that uh, NIL money. Um, you, you you probably you understand that you're probably not likely signing a big contract after your first NFL yep. contract. So you may as well get it while you can in college and and be yep. a man and maybe win a national title or, or whatever, just make the money and then go to the NFL and get used and abused, you know, like one out of every, how many guys ends up getting a decent contract after their rookie contract? Yeah. Probably one out of every 10%. What's how many? Like 10%. I would, yeah. Like 10% of like top three round quarter, top three round running backs. I think that's probably right. Yeah. So yeah, it's like highly it's, unlikely. Yeah, exactly. So it's just one of those positions where it just makes more sense to stay into co- in college. Yeah. They're probably making millions of dollars anyway, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got the life, right? I mean, that's totally do it while you're young. Enjoy it. Yeah. Before, before you have like a real job. Yeah. I went four and a half years so I could uh, enjoy an extra <laughs> semester. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. So. <laughs> If for all you uh, all you juniors out there listening, all you red shirts, take it from from the older, wiser guy. That's right. You know, Enjoy that, it while you really got nice it, man. Scene? You still don't have <laughs> really any nice uh, responsibilities. Grade, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to go and be like you, Billy. No, yeah. Never don't be like me. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like Van Wilder. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that. Oh yeah, seven years, man. It's the way to do it. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, anything for this week? You know, now we get the uh, the one seeds get back in the mix. So, do you see any? I haven't even looked to see who's playing whom yet this week. Who who goes to San Fran? Who goes to? Yeah, so Baltimore. Green Bay I know is the Bills are going to be in tasty. Green Bay is um, at San Francisco. Uh, Buccaneers okay. play the Lions. Um, actually, and then. Bills, Bills will be at home, right? Because they they got the two two seed. So, yep. Um, Bills, yep. Play at Kansas City. Plays at Buffalo. Plays at the Bills, yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, who's the force? Oh, uh, Texans and uh, Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, Stroud and Lamar. That'll be interesting, huh? Yeah, they played Week One, um, and it was like 20, 25 to nine or something. You know, it's first game yeah. of Stroud. Like, it, the Texans are totally different at this point, you know. Yeah. And I would argue so are, uh, so are the Ravens. So, it'll be fun. Um, I think, I mean, I'm truly most uh, interested in the Bills' um, the Bills uh, Chiefs game yeah. for sure. We got to get over this hump. I am rooting for you. Like, I kind of have anti-Chiefs. Uh, um <laughs> At the energy right Mental now. And energy, yeah. Like it, I just feel I'll like, you it. know, Mahomes crying to uh Allen after that that offside offensive offside call. Like when he yeah. was obviously offside and like it just feels like he like there's some uh some pissiness uh with the Chiefs this year, and I feel <laughs> like uh I am definitely rooting for you. <laughs> yeah, man. I am uh I'm going to figure out how to watch this one, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be, you know, with the last few years, man, we've, we've gotten, uh, to the second round and it's been tough, um, you know, just kind of closing it out. So I was, I was thrilled week 18 to see the bills close out the dolphins and claim the number two spot, see the defense come up with the win. Um, you know, saw a couple of fourth down calls from, uh, McDermott that maybe he wouldn't have made in regular season to go for it at some, uh, some critical points there. So hopefully that's where, you know, the team is pushing for, but, uh, but yeah, so that'll be a big game. Um, I mean, the biggest concern is they lost 
more players on defense um the -hmm. bills did and so it's like man like why you gotta lose you've already lost a ton of players and you lose more players uh before you play the chiefs um but it's gonna be a fun matchup i think it's that's definitely the one that i i mean aside from the lions of course just purely yeah that's not sporting wise that's just my team wise and uh but just pure competition wise i'm really excited for that game and um wouldn't it be something if our teams met up in the uh oh heck yeah in the super bowl like i have no trust me i'm first I am time not, i am first not living in a, um, i am not in fantasy land i totally understand it's highly unlikely the lions make it but uh well, a boy that's, can dream. that's a beautiful playoff so yeah i mean it's that was the other thing on on twitter this week right like all the stuff that dan campbell got grief for in the first couple of years you start to see some of that come back and, and age really well. And then some of the, the practice video, or maybe some of the stuff that didn't really come out in the hard knock season where, uh, you know, I, I, that guy has won me over over the last couple of years for sure. Um, can totally see why, you know, his team would run through a brick wall for that guy and for each yeah. other at this point. Yeah. He is like the perfect Detroit head coach, man. He is like, I mean, yeah, he'll he'll end up being a god in Detroit uh, just for taking the Lions to the playoffs, which is sad. Like it's it's interesting dynamic because the fans were so euphoric after the Lions won, and it's like, yeah, you guys literally just won one football game. You know what I mean? It's like how many NFL yeah. teams win one every year, and uh, this is just like um, the fans. That's have, all right. It's though, like man. we won the Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it takes, I remember when, uh, you know, at one point Buffalo had the longest stretch without a playoff win or, uh, um, it might even been without going to the playoffs in uh, professional sports in the U S until Andy Dalton and the Bengals let us in. And that was just such a watershed moment for the franchise to, you know, sometimes you just have to know it's possible, right? Yeah. So who knows how far, you know, lines go this year, but there'll be nothing but more belief, I think from, the team and you know it's, it's cool to see some of the the lifetime fans you know i forgot what his name was the guy that had season tickets for 66 years but yeah. even you know some of the stars that you know are from michigan and you know just still pulling uh believing in the team there so it, it's only going to be good for the community and for that team but you know it, any given week man belief matters things change on a dime in a game so um who knows what the upsets will look like. So yeah, it would be, I think for, for the NFL, you know, of course there's the, the prime money making matchups and whatnot, but you know, there's also something to be said for history. If we get a couple of teams that make it there where you're guaranteed a first time winner in the Super Bowl, that's, that's also pretty, uh, pretty unique. Well, at this point, like who are the prime like draws, you know what I mean? I think it's, it's San Francisco. Um, yep. I mean, really, nobody else. And I mean, I guess Green Bay, but they're playing each other, right? Um, yeah. I mean, Green Bay has a big fan base outside of just Green Bay, you know. And and then it's like, you know, the Ravens, I'm sure, and then of course Mahomes. Um, yep. And the Bills, to a point, but like, it's like a lot of the matchups are those teams this at you know this week. Yeah. So. Um, It's going to be interesting to kind of see how things go uh, moving forward. And yeah, I just, it's a, this is a great time of year just to appreciate football where we don't really have to, we've worried about our teams for so long and uh, you know, it's kind of a time to take a step back and just enjoy like good football, I guess. And uh, yeah. And root for whoever we want to root for. And um, yeah, it's a, Good luck to everybody. Good luck to Puff Pass Kick and the uh, Packers. I am yeah. actually really rooting for you. Um, yeah. uh, I would love Same. to see a Lions-Packers game in uh, the NFC That'd Championship. Um, yeah, good luck to the Bills uh, because, you know, fuck the Chiefs this year. Um, <laughs> it's a T-shirt waiting to be made if it's not out there already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but – Anyway, like, I guess uh, just we're 50 minutes into this. Um, we kind of are starting to transition. I mean, a lot of, like, we do a lot of Dynasty anyway, but we kind of, we're not worried about redraft or anything like that at this point. So we have, 
we have dynasty focus moving forward for the off season. And like, we kind of talked about, um, you know, startups or, I mean, I'm starting to see those pop up and things like that. And, um, you know, what's your, uh, what are your plans for this year? Are you planning on, uh, getting in any startups? Uh, um, yeah, you're, I, you're the only one that I've committed to, to, to try to find something. So, um, I've already, I've already informed a couple leagues that I'm out and I've got to try to find my way out of a couple more. Um, so that again, you know, I think the theme has been over the last couple of years, trying to switch over to from volume to more, uh, you know, more meaningful leagues where people are in them that I want to be with and, yeah, you know, continue to kind of refine what I'm looking for in a league that makes it fun for me as well. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't plan to pick up, uh, too many, you know, orphans or, you know, other startups besides, yeah. you know, whatever we find. So that's kind of been my main commitment. And then, uh, outside of that, just rebalancing and kind of dropping a couple of the other ones that are more just did them to did them during do them during uh 2020 2021 so yeah yeah there's um, some of those leagues yeah. it's like yeah this is the first year in a while that i haven't really um like i've always had a, a like a league or two that i'm just like yeah i'm planning on leaving this league at some point and uh, i think i've kind of cleared most of those out and like i enjoy all the leagues i'm in now um so this is the first time I haven't really pared down at all. Um, I mean, I have 17, which is a, a decent amount, but um, it is. it's not like not, it's not unmanageable. Like to me, 20 is probably my max that I, yeah. like when I was above that, I just was like, eh, doing waivers sucked. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I think this is a year I'm, I'm really gonna, maybe I join a league like, you know, we're going to do a league hopefully. And, um, and then maybe one more. Um, but I think, I, I think what I'm going to try to do is start the leagues I do get into have higher buy-ins. Um, mm-hmm. cause I'd rather do that. And rather than doing more leagues, just do more le- or leagues with maybe higher buy-ins. Um, cause yeah. I have a lot of like $25 leagues that, you know, it, it's they're fun. Like I have as much fun in those leagues as I do the more expensive ones, but I feel like this is the last few years have been pretty good for me in wins and losses. And it's like, why not? Yeah. Raise the stakes a bit. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's that. I, I, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I hope we, uh, like, I, I hope we do, when should we do one? Do you want to do one before the NFL draft where we draft picks before picks. the NFL draft? Or do you like to do it after the NFL draft where I'd, the players I'd be are open to doing uh yeah, I'd be open to doing one like in March or something. Yeah, where you got a little bit of a feel uh, of after the combine, but you can draft the picks. Yeah, you know you who's coming a, out. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, before landing spots. And, yeah, I mean, there will be all the speculation stuff, but, you know, that can cut both ways. So yep, totally. yeah, I, I I would I would prefer to do something before. I know, agree. Too much information is out there. So, yeah, I think in the next, you know, get through the Super Bowl. And But then you're getting free agent goes. news, uh, you yeah. know, and starting to kick in. And, yeah, I dig it. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll keep honestly, our eyes out. The, yeah, the real the real timing would be like a, a slow draft that starts like a week before free agent frenzy. Yeah, and, and then, then by the time the news, you're in like yeah, the impacts. third fourth round, and your free agency yeah. starting to kick in, and or yeah. maybe it's the tenth round. Who's to say? But I don't know. I think it's yeah. usually about two rounds a day in my experience um, in slow drafts. Like that's usually yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have to talk some more about how we uh, how we find find what we're looking for here because I think you and I both agreed we're not we're not setting anything up right we're not no commissioning anymore okay. no I'm at I think I commissioned nine um, yeah. nine leagues so, or, or nine yeah leagues so I am uh, yeah I'm at my max I don't want double digits so yeah um, we'll we'll put something out there maybe in the in the twitter verse with uh a little bit of what we're looking for and then if anybody has something coming up i mean we'll i think we've said it a few times already but we're definitely looking at like a 14 team super flex 
uh, tight end premium. Yeah. You know, higher the better. Um, Probably like a uh, a deeper uh, starting lineup, like maybe start 11 yeah. or 12. Yep. Yep. So those are kind of the, the big pieces. And then, you know, we've, we certainly have preferences on some of the other stuff that we can talk through. But if uh, anybody listening or watching knows you got something coming up, um, I think I would probably prefer a startup over an orphan, but uh, oh, I sure. think we also talked about, you know, if we found a good startup, we, we wouldn't be opposed to trying one and one potentially depending on who's in the league and what it looks like. But um, yeah, it would yeah, be fun for us to start. It would be fun for us to do an orphan and kind of like document our uh, process with an orphan. Um, yeah. You know, like um, that would be fun. So, All right. Well, we'll keep our eyes out. And, uh, I'll shoot. If I see anything, I'll shoot you. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, we got the bunny ears. Okay. <laughs> I like yeah, that's it. the uh, the fun of an open office here. So, uh, cool. but yeah. So let's let's keep an eye out. Um, yeah, I think you and I are in enough chats, discords, things like that, that we can see some stuff come up, and then um, yeah, we can go from there. And but yeah, I think for the next couple of weeks, it's just. Uh, throwing all of our support behind the home teams and seeing yep. what we can, you know, kind of conjure up here in the universe for February. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we can do something like maybe we can do another show like after the Super Bowl or something and uh, kind of, yeah. Um, do that kind of thing. And we'll be really into dynasty season at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. And then, yeah, if anything else pops up, of course, you know, we'll we'll certainly jump on if there's anything that we feel like is uh, really exciting or interesting to to talk about. Um, I think if uh, if if we find the magical Super Bowl matchup, we'll we'll definitely have some conversation leading up. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens there as well. But yeah, I know uh, not a ton of content around the the dynasty stuff here because neither of us is super deep into you know the Devi Devi space or you know kind of doing the film stuff. Uh, maybe we'll see if we can get Josh back on or somebody else. Um, yeah, I was hoping we could. Like this, March. And by the way, congratulations for anybody that didn't know or follow us on uh, Twitter or whatever. Um, Josh finished, finished sixth in uh, Scott Fishbowl, which is just incredible um, to be like that high. And he had been in the top handful for a long yeah, all time. Year. And so, um, great season to him. And, um, you know, um, so if you guys, it's uh, like get, 20, 2,600 people or something, it was, it was, ridiculous yeah, it's like over 2000 people. I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, that's yeah. pretty, pretty nutty. And, um, so yeah, give, uh, give Josh a, a thumbs up if you get a chance. Uh, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. And, um, uh, hopefully we can get him on, uh, you know, at that next show. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Get to the fresh year here, but thank you for everybody that jumped in here. Saw a lot of folks kind of popped in and out to see what was going on. So puff pass kick. Good to see you in the chat again. Love the questions and some of the, the commentary, uh, a little more context around the Packers as well. So yeah, definitely hoping that all three of our teams, uh, get another win this week. And we will uh, definitely let you know when we're on here again. Like I said, at the beginning, we'll, we'll drop the last episode for what that's worth as well. Um, but uh, always good to have folks in the chat. And thank you guys for uh, kind of joining us in this impromptu session here. Uh, we'll try to give you a little bit more, more warning next time. But until then, uh, I think that's all we've got for today, Bill. Have a good night. And uh, I think we're out of here. Late. Late.